Let me go through like some random topics. Okay, I'll tell you what strikes me. I saw our resident homeless, I'm sorry, man who's currently temporarily through no fault of his own, but due to the greed and selfishness of Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. And if not for cronyism and capitalism, he'd be running a hedge fund in Manhattan, experiencing homelessness. I saw our local homeless man, homeless Jesus, uh, wearing Uggs boots. Those are an expensive shoe. Right. Wow. Good for him. He's well, moving it, up in the world. It's 109 degrees <laughs> currently. Uh, he's wearing Ugg boots. They were ankle. They weren't like the mm. knee high. Was he wearing like booty shorts and a tank top? Yes. Yes. Uh, what do you associate Uggs boots with? I associate Uggs with the 2000s, early 2000s millennial girl aesthetic, of which I was a part. Mm -hmm. I owned a pair of Ugg boots. Yeah. Purchased in 2003. Yeah. And I wore them all the time for the next 10 years till they fell apart. Even during the summer when it was hot? No. Yeah. I'd bring them out of the closet in like October and then they'd stay every day I'd wear them like through May. Th this is like <laughs> this is like the, the current version of the pump, pumpkin spice yes. latte, right? Yeah. Like I'm a basic bitch. Like a, there's a, one like, leaf on the ground. Right. Let me get my Ugg boots out of the closet. And now it's like, I'm going to give Starbucks $8 for <laughs> a stupid drink that they put cinnamon in. Uh, I associate Uggs with, um, see, for you, they were early 2000s, but for me, they were mid-90s. I remember, like, girls in my high school, girls majority, but guys wore them too, uh, Ugg boots, but they wore, like, the knee-high ones, specifically, I remember Brian Petretta, who was a handsome man and played high school football, honey. Uh, but I, I envisioned him. I remember him wearing Uggs, boots. Up to his knee? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this was San Diego. This was Southern <laughs> California. It wasn't cold. It wasn't cold. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. But it was a look. It was a thing. And I never, I never owned them because my mommy didn't like me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, that's what I remember. Uggs boots mm. as the the mid nineties mm. uh, football player starter pack, high school <laughs> football player starter pack. But yeah, girls a plenty wore them. Well, maybe it started like mid nineties, and it's just yeah. a trend that continued. And then I wasn't really aware of it till I got older. Yeah. But yeah, man, I loved my Ugg boots. Those were my favorite thing I owned for many, many years. Do you miss them? Do you wish you had them? I miss them like crazy. <laughs> Why don't you buy some? I should. Uh, they're really expensive when you get the real, the true yeah. name brand made from sheepskin by farmers in Scotland or something. Australia. Oh. <laughs> I just Googled it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love some. Hey, my birthday's coming up in a few months. Yeah. There you go. But while we are... Uh, older if you will uh we are more sensible would you expect would you be okay with some knockoffs from no. amazon oh and i'll wow. tell you why because i bought luna many knockoff versions that's right and they they would fall apart within a couple of weeks yeah they would 
So I've been around for a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. But my real Ugg boots lasted for 12 to 14 years. Mm. And that's wearing them like literally half of every single calendar year. Yeah. They finally literally deteriorated. And I was really sad when that day came. Yeah. How much are they? Any idea? <laughs> well, when... Or how much did you pay? My mother bought them for me. What? When my mom bought them for me back in like 2003, they were over $100. Mm, that's not bad. No, but to me, I was like 18 yeah. or whatever. How and old you, I was. Your, yours were dark color. They were black. Yeah. They faded over the years until uh, <laughs> so they looked like gray. Because a lot of... What I remember is like they're like brownish... Tan. You could get tan. And, but tan, they, uh, they would get dirty quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So black, dark color was 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 the move. I, I, I'm I'm very emo, so I always go for the black color when it comes to my accessories and my clothing. You are. You love gray. <laughs> you love black. <laughs> um, my BFF Hillary Egan had yes. a pair of la- like lavender purpley uggs wow they were beautiful i like that yeah they're so pretty i like that i wonder what homeless jesus his uggs are probably knockoff right probably but we won't hold it hold well, it against him. maybe he chooses clothing over house like housing ah <laughs> his money goes into his estate <laughs> <laughs> and his were his are ankle high so those are cheaper obviously so he's a sensible man who doesn't choose to uh play the Play the uh, realty game, as it were. Um, I would like some knockoffs, but see, I would knockoffs once they get. Or is it just everyday wear, or is it when you get them wet, like in rain? Do they just generally speaking, they fall apart quickly? No, I think I think no matter what the elements are, they just fall apart really quickly. Mm. That's been my experience. Mm. But your real ones lasted a decade ish. Yes. Wow. Uh, we went to an open house recently because even though we're currently in our home and we love it, uh, my mom still sends me to open houses because in my mind, in her mind, I'm forever uh, needing different housing. You can always be doing better. Okay. Right. There's always something to aspire to. Right. That's true. And it's also like I'm I'm 44. I'm almost 45, honey. Ooh. I'll be 45 in seven, 16 days. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm done aspiring, mom. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's time to plateau. We went to plateau. We went to an open house, and it was any any open house. There's like a couple people there who I don't exactly. Are they realtors? Are they brokers? Are they stagers? Are, are they finance people? There, there's always a couple of there, people there who sit on their laptop and uh, they hand you a piece of paper. I'm really uncomfortable with them on their laptops. Yeah. Like, are you working? I don't know why that makes me uncomfortable. I just feel yeah. like you should be in the moment maybe talking yeah. to me. Yeah. Look at, like walking around the house. But yeah. when they're like clacking away on their laptop, it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Right. But on the other hand, there's a lot of downtime in an open house. So I could see... What what the heck are you looking at? They're probably scrolling through Twitter. Checking honestly. Down. I'm on the gram. <laughs> uh but so we we walk in to an open house and uh they always ask they always want to know your deal. Like what's your mm. story? Uh, essentially, are you ready to buy? Yeah, can this person financially 
benefit my right. life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can you swing this deal within the next six hours? Uh, so uh, this lady who was a finance lady, a loan lady, uh, starts asking us, oh, where do you guys live? Where are you from? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, we we said, oh, we're, we're just because the, the open house was like a mile away, very close. Uh, and so we're like, oh, we're, we're from the condos. And, uh, and our, our condo complex is called Riva, <laughs> technically speaking, but we call it Riva because it's named after Riva. It's R-I-V-A. The full name is Riva on the river. Yeah. So we, we thought river, Riva. Yeah. So we pronounce it Riva. Yeah. But people who want to sound fancy or sophisticated Riva. pronounce it Riva on the river, which, okay. <laughs> but we're, we're like, uh, so she's like, oh, what, where you guys currently live? Where you're from? What are you doing here? And we're, we're like, oh, we're from Riva, which she knows because she's in realty and it's a mile away and there's not many condos around here. There's none uh -huh. except for us. Uh, so we're like, oh, we're from Riva. She goes, oh, you guys live at Riva. And we're like, all right, lady. <laughs> you amateur. And then she followed up with, oh, do you guys rent there? And we were like, listen here, lady. Listen here, blonde finance lady. My mommy, Grandma Teen, <laughs> gave me <laughs> Gave us Do we oh, want to say that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we want to give a specific amount. Let's yeah. just say my mommy well, helped us. Grandma Teen would be proud. <laughs> no, I don't want to say the exact number. But she said, so first she pronounces it correctly, but after we mispronounced it purposely, and then she asked if we rent, like we're some low rent, uh, like we were homeless Jesus in some ankle high Uggs. Listen. I looked like hell that day. Yeah. Which I always look really bad when we go to these open houses because usually it's the weekend. It's we're super chilling, close by. It's super close by. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, okay, I guess we better go. I know. You're in your athleisure. I look like I'm going uh, to play basketball. <laughs> yeah. We're in our gym wear, essentially. We look really bad. Mm -hmm. We both do. I, don't, I wouldn't say bad. So I'd say, I would say <laughs> cash, C A Z H. Uh, it was that guy insulting. Why would she say that? Yeah, lady. Don't ask potential, like, oh, are you, do you rent there? Yeah. Don't say that to a potential buyer. Are you Section 8? <laughs> are you currently temporarily <laughs> unhoused? Oh, are you currently getting subsidized housing? <laughs> like, I just wanted to turn around and leave. I wanted yeah. to walk out the door. Yeah. Uh, I hope she was really ashamed and thought about that for many days to come. Yeah. It was an okay house. The upstairs was hot. Like, do you, uh, on generally an open house, you want it cool. Like, you want to blast the AC mm -hmm. and then you want to, like, bake cookies so people walk you in there. You want to sell the dream. Oh, yeah. this is Mrs. Fields up in this bitch. But, uh, and the entire backyard was gravel? Yeah, like, it was like a tiny backyard and a side yard, which was, yeah, lots of rock. All rock, all concrete, mm -hmm. no greenery, greenery mm -hmm. no shade. No greenery in Riva. Like, lady, we're leaving. Yeah. Our place is better than this. Yeah. And we we own, okay, Grandma, Tino. <laughs> we own, thanks to the generosity of my mother-in-law. 
It was just hecka insulting that she would assume that. It was tacky. Yeah. And <sighs> bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, our trash day is on Friday, honey. And our trash gets picked up, generally speaking, around 10 a.m. on Friday. So I, I put it out uh, Thursday morning, which is Thursday, 6 a.m. Like a full, like 30 hours yeah. before it gets picked up. And in our, excuse me, Liz Fisher, in our uh, Riva <laughs> CCNRs or whatever, HOA, whatever, you're only supposed to put it out of your trash 24 hours ahead of time. Uh, but I put it out 28 hours ahead of time. So it's not a big deal to me. But two weeks ago, uh, like I, I, Thursday morning, I go out to put out our trash and I already see someone else's <gasps> trash out there. Oh my gosh. So someone in the middle of the night in the cover of darkness <laughs> put out their trash in our spots and we're, we're in a condo. The space is tight. Uh, I, I, I do it early to get prime real estate location, location, location. That's what they always say. That's what the blonde girl at that yes. open house would say. Location, location, location. So I put stuff out early, 28 hours early, uh, because I, I've put stuff out Friday morning and I've had to go like down the street, mm -hmm. across the street. It's, it's a whole rigmarole. Sticking out into the street where a car might hit you. Yeah. Yeah. So I started putting stuff out uh, Thursday morning, but last week, someone's stuff was already out there. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, take it up a notch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it up a notch. But this week, came home 5 p.m. ish. And that oop. So come home. Wednesday evening, 5 p.m. ish. Someone's trash is already out there. Upping the ante times a zillion. Wow. Yeah. So instead of sometime in the middle of the night, Wednesday night, Thursday, 2 a.m. ish, uh, their stuff is already out there. Wednesday. Hmm. And so I thought, okay. You want to fucking take it up a notch? Very aggressive. I'll take it up a notch <laughs> because I will put stuff. You you want a wall? <laughs> to quote uh, Al Pacino and Scarface, do you want a wall? We can have a wall. Uh, but I'll put stuff out there Wednesday morning, <laughs> Tuesday morning. I'll leave our shit out there all seven days because there's some residents at Riva who <laughs> do leave their trash cans out for a uh, 24-7, 365. Um, but I, I thought, why, why are they doing this to me? How about, how about you just take our stuff down Thursday morning like you always do? Yeah. Move their stuff over oh. so we still get the prime spot. Should I kick it? Kick it! <laughs> no, you should lovingly roll it four feet to the left. Yep. <laughs> they have my spot. They have my I prime know. real estate. Assholes. They, what they got is like uh, Times Square. And I'm in like Queens. Okay, <laughs> flushing queens, honey. Uh, so we were supposed to go bungee jumping for your dad's birthday, which was just this past weekend, and uh, it didn't happen. So he found this company via Google, I'm assuming, and uh, it was he, he was like, he, he wanted to visit their offices in person, so he goes to their address. And it's on Folsom Boulevard in Sacramento. 
And it turns out it's a mailboxes, etc. <laughs> like it's oh. it's not even a PO box. I don't I don't know. Off to a good start. Right. And so uh so we're talking about it at uh where were we? Oh, we were at Liz and Alex. At their house, yeah. For yeah. his birthday. So I bring up their Yelp reviews, uh, and this is a bungee jumping company. Um and I bring up their Yelp reviews and I start reading their Yelp reviews. First, mini four and five star reviews. Okay. But mini one and two star reviews. So I start reading all the one and two star reviews because I, I I like torture. I I like I like negativity, honey. Meanness sells. You gotta read the one and two stars when you're literally putting your life in yeah. somebody's hands. Yeah. So you can jump off a bridge. Yeah. Uh so I read a bunch of them and they essentially all said uh, this company operates completely illegally. Like they don't pull any permits. They don't. They 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 don't fill out. They they don't abide by any regulations. So what what happens is essentially they don't tell you where you're going to jump off of. They they say let's we're meeting at the round table on one two three Main Street, for instance. Uh, at 4 p.m. because they're what they're doing is skirting California law. Uh, so they don't want you giving out the location. They don't want the popo to, no, to know the location. <laughs> so they say meet at Round Table Pizza on One Two Three Main. It's Street. like when you're going to a rave, yeah. and you meet at a warehouse, yeah, and then you're like blindfolded and thrown into a van, yeah, and you guys drive. Five miles up the freeway. Yeah. To some undisclosed location. Yeah. And then they get you out of the van and say, walk east five miles and you'll be there. <laughs> I just got here from a flyer I found on the street on 98th and Jackson in Oakland, California. Uh, but so you meet at a round table. Then they tell you where you're going to go. And then it's all very uh, like covert or blackfish if you remember that documentary from a few years ago uh you 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 go there and everything is done very quickly because because it's it's not by the book it's against the rules it's against the law they skirt uh the chp or whatever and the u.s uh, forest rangers um uh so everything's rushed when you're on a bridge and you you're not allowed to uh, take pictures and video. Whatever. The last thing you want when you're bungee jumping is to be rushed. First yes. Of all. Also, like one of the only reasons you're bungee jumping is to capture it on film and right. put it out there for everyone to see and like, look at me. Right. I did this adventurous thing. Right. But they don't want you to do that because they're taking pictures. They're taking video, which according to the Yelp reviews is uh, crappy quality video and crappy quality pictures. Um, but, uh, so they, so you find out where you're going to go at the last second, you go there, you're rushed. In some cases, the jump start is 6 PM and a lot of the jumps are in the dark, which would scare <laughs> the crap out of me. Uh, and then, uh, they don't allow you to take pictures and they say, oh, if the, if the popo show up, if the cops show up, just say, oh, hi, I'm sightseeing. Like they literally instruct you to do that. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole deal, and it's scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm not letting any of you 
bungee jump with this company. The there were only supposed to be three people going. Me, well, Luna because she couldn't go because she's under eighteen. But me, your dad, and uh, Auntie Kay were gonna. Oh, go. Oh right, okay. Yeah, and uh, but <laughs> yeah, after these reviews, it's it's been put on the back burner. No, <laughs> like a questionable. No way. But okay, but on the other hand, it's like oh, this is exciting. <laughs> You're doing it under the nose of the popo. Yeah, if you really want to stick it to the man. Yeah. Like defy death. It's exciting. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's risky. And also the price uh for a jump, 150 jump from a 150 foot bridge is $200. And since they're not pulling regulations, they're not filling out the forms and they're not buy the book. Uh well, what if a hundred a regular hundred fifty jump is like six hundred dollars for for with a different company? So you're saving money. You got the excitement factor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're selling me on the idea. I I it's I kind of like it. Listen, well, although dead people can't leave uh, Yelp reviews, <laughs> <laughs> but I I assume no one's died. We would have heard about it. Or um, would we? <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the person, the unit that leaves their trash out earlier than us is Unit Six. <gasps> who do you know who that is? That's Debbie. Is it really it's Debbie and her boyfriend? Oh, the gardener. Her, the gardener. The guy who wears the visor. Yep. Who's out there in a hundred degree heat? They're on to you, honey. Quote They're trying unquote. to usurp their position out there. Quote unquote gardening. Um. So uh, Micron Avenue, honey, is a street in Sacramento. And it's not residential, but on the other hand, it's not Watt Avenue or Howe Avenue. It's It's got some businesses on there, 24-hour fitness. Most notably, yeah, the 24-hour fitness. Yeah, where our favorite Fitzbo influencer, Hannah Duke Keller, Hannah Duke. lives. Uh, so it's got some traffic. It's got a little foot traffic, but... Uh, it's it's a street but so i was driving there for work this week um and they have these signs that say no stopping anytime which you see those they don't, they don't want cars parked on the street for whatever reason uh no stopping anytime signs every 50 feet or whatever you're like okay whatever meanwhile on this same street micron there are tents there are People who are currently temporarily experiencing homelessness tents on this same wow. street. So there's no stopping anytime, but there are tents. Unless the- you want to live here. <laughs> stop, stay a while. Un- <laughs> Put down some roots. <laughs> Unless you're living in Riva. <laughs> uh, but I just thought that's that's odd. Like these tents are quote unquote illegal. Mm. They're they're against the rules. They're, they're not, not supposed to be here. They're not. Did you know that? Uh, oh, there's. Did yeah, you know about like seven years ago? Laws and acts. And, Sacramento County. Yeah. Did away with the like illegal camping, quote unquote. Right. Which is why uh, tents have popped up in abundance, and nothing's been done about it. Yeah. Sacramento County like had a lot of law changes within the last like six to seven years. Yeah. You can camp, you can throw down a tent anywhere, and you're not going to get hauled away. Good. Uh, if cops do happen to... Can you wear Uggs? <laughs> yes. Yes. Only if they're legit. Not knockoff. Hmm. 
cops now have to be accountable for like a person's belongings. Uh, so in the past they could just like collect like collect a corner of crap, toss it out. Yeah. Now they're financially responsible. Like you can't just scoop up stuff from a street corner and throw it away. Right. They're like they're financially responsible. Like a person could say that was like two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Uh, I had and a then, ham in and there. And the county has to like pay this amount. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore. Uh, they don't just like wipe out a corner. Okay. So camping's legal. People's belongings, like you have to be financially responsible. Like all these rules changed, which is why we are currently seeing homeless people out in the open more mm. than we ever used to. Mm. At least in Sacramento County. I don't know about anywhere else. Yeah. So if they're allowing tents, can I stop on Micron Avenue? No, because your or car is still illegal. <sighs> okay. Although you see like um, campers, like RVs parked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there there's so a couple there's a couple uh campers on Getty, which is near Micron, um, that have just mushroomed into there's refuse and bikes and metal and oh yeah. Just uh, debris and just stuff like on the on the side of the on the on the sidewalk and, and in yeah. the bike lane and it, it'll it'll blow your mind, man. Behind my office building, too, out in Greenhaven, which is why I've stopped walking around the neighborhood, because I used to, like, cross back and forth across yeah. the street. Like, I'm coming up on a scary-looking RV with unidentified smells and fumes coming out of it and people. Yeah. So I'd cross the street, but now they're, like, on both sides. So I'd, I'd have to, like, stay in the middle of this busy street. So I just gave up on walking. And yeah. now I just do laps around my office building. Yeah. And I don't even leave the parking lot. Yeah. So, uh... So tents are legal. Stopping is still illegal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm not breaking any news here, but it's really, it comes down to uh, selective enforcement. Yes. Like uh, there's no tax revenue or money in ticketing uh, homeless people. Yeah, it's pointless. But uh, a, a, a young man... Okay, I'm 46. Am I 45? I'm 44. You're 44. Okay, I'll be 45 soon. Hold on to your youth, honey. In 16 days, but uh, ticketing a young, handsome man uh, in his car, that I, I will pay the ticket. Yep. Um, and so that's revenue. Uh, and so that they know that will turn into, that will result in money going yeah. back to sorry, the city and or county. Meanwhile, uh, ticketing or enforcing anything, code or whatever, uh, on these tents will result in nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oop. When you were in middle school and or high school, did you wear your backpack with one or two straps? <laughs> Solely the shoulder strap or did you have both on? By the time I was in middle school. Mm hmm well, middle school is blurry. Mm. Definitely by the time I was in like ninth grade, I was I was a two shoulder girl. Yeah. I was a two shoulder girl as well. <laughs> well, I remember uh in middle same in middle school, like uh and I think being maybe being a guy was different. Um but it was like 
machismo to I only need to put this backpack on one shoulder and I'm really strong. And, and it, was, it was a look. Uh, but then I remember at some point in high school, like we just all started wearing our backpacks on both shoulders because it made sense. That's why they have two freaking shoulder straps. Um, but uh, I was like super insecure because I, I was a chubby man. I still am a chubby man. And if you wear your shoulder, uh, both shoulder straps of the backpack, your your shirt gets pulled tight. And so oh. you can see your man boobs. You can see your uh, spare tire, your chubbiness. Um, but there, were, there was like an, an unspoken of movement to wear your backpack. It was cool. It was acceptable. It wasn't seen. Like, Is this it, like an underground chubby boy movement? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, uh, uh, in middle school, it was like seen as like, oh, those nerds wear... Those guys in band. <laughs> this has just made me think that kids are so stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no offense to our two kids. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> so dumb. Such a nonsense. Luna uh, <laughs> told us about some protest about the sun today. Sitting in the sun. At her school, which resulted in chanting. It was just like, this is really dumb. Uh, but... Uh, like in middle school, it's like, oh, the band nerds wear their backpack on both shoulders. And then for whatever reason, uh, putting in high school and uh, in my generation, when I was a kid, uh, putting your backpack on both shoulders was seen as sensible and smart and Wait, not uncool. You don't want to get scoliosis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Posture is important. Yeah. Important. Uh Luna's backpack, which I'm looking at right now, it looks like it weighs like 80 pounds. Oh my dude. gosh. Her backpack is so heavy. Yeah. Last year in seventh grade was even worse. Mm. And she claimed that everything in it was vital. And she does wear the two straps, both important. But she wears hers really low down, like hanging on her butt. Uh, and I always want to yank the straps and bring it yeah. closer to her shoulders, but I don't want to bug her. Is that, is that like, is that? What's cool? You don't want it too high <laughs> up to your neck. <laughs> Lennox's backpack looks like it weighs about six pounds. <laughs> There's not much happening there. Uh, but how, how did you wear your backpack in high school? Two straps. Two straps. High up on my shoulders. Yeah. Because I was a sensible young girl. Yeah. I, I love pulling on the on the on the little <laughs> yeah. uh, adjustable straps where you. <laughs> It's a great feeling. It's a yourself. great feeling. Yeah, yes. not too much. You still want to be kind of cool, uh, but yeah, two straps. <laughs> it went from one straps to two, two straps, but now it's two straps. But you gotta, it's gotta hang on your bootay. Okay, but you know the real nerds are the ones with the rolling backpacks. Mm. Can we all agree? I like, never had one of those. <laughs> like with the handle, like you're yeah, like a you're walking onto a Southwest <laughs> flight. <laughs> <laughs> you saw people had that or oh, yeah. something S some kids did at my school hmm. but a lot do at the kids schools oh yeah nerds <laughs> these uh should we talk about franklin i think we should give an update everyone's dying to know what his health and weight are same uh so he we got him at 11 pounds he went to 15 <laughs> 
He went back down to 11. He's um, yo-yoing. He's spiraling. Yeah. He's, he's like, uh, he's like Jonah Hill <laughs> auditioning for a movie. Um, but recently, well, you started feeding him Vienna sausages. Okay. So, and yeah. he got spoiled with human food. Okay. Vienna sausages are barely human food. That's true. But they are a definite <laughs> upgrade from his dry kibble. Yeah. Which we used to give him. So when we first got him, it was dry kibble. And then a few months ago, you started feeding him uh, Vienna sausage and chicken, chunk chicken. Yeah, like canned chicken. Yeah. And plus, he was on a hunger strike because we went on <laughs> vacation for two and a half days. Sorry. Um, but he got into this habit of at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., just with his claws on the carpet and a it's like the worst sound you've ever heard. You and I are in bed trying to go to sleep. And, or, and most of the time we are asleep. Yeah. He's right outside our door in the mm -hmm. little entryway to our bedroom. Mm -hmm. Clawing at our expensive carpet. Clawing the heck out of it. Yeah. For attention, for food. Food. So and your remedy for this, like we got to stop him scratching the carpet. Yeah. You said... Anytime he does this, I'm just going to feed him. Yeah. No matter what time of night it is. Yeah. So well, what has your journey this week been with our cat? We went through several options. One was to declaw him, <laughs> which you said is brutal. Well, I, I don't think that you can really find a place to declaw cats anymore because it's been declared inhumane. Why In cat main. Is there a, like a black market underground? <laughs> uh, we got to take him to Tijuana. Dark web. <laughs> <laughs> to declaw him uh i, I well personally speaking i the, like the initial declawing would seem uh cruel and unusual and brutal but after that eh, I, 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 I i'd be okay with it he's 100 percent indoors and yeah. i think the like inhumaneness comes from like Oh, you! They're outside. They have no defense mechanisms. Uh, they can't climb anything. They can't yeah. fight. Uh, but Frankie never leaves the walls of our home. You won't let him. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if we could get it done. Even I, I still don't feel good about doing it. Even mm. though he, I don't know how much it would affect his life. Really. Mm. Another option was uh, uh, removing all of our carpet and getting hardwood <laughs> floors. I'm down for that. Honestly, that would be beautiful, I think. I think that would be fantastic. Uh, but I look at hardwood floors as like uh, buying a boat. Like uh, the day you buy a home with hardwood floors and the day you sell a home with hardwood floors are the best days to have hardwood floors. But between all that, I, I'm a carpet man. I am too. I like <clears throat> to lie on our carpet and, and yeah. read uh, Joel McHale's book and... Overeat, as you know. Well, what do you do when you have hardwood floors? You lay down giant carpets and rugs. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's cold, it's barren, yeah. it's the opposite of cozy. Yeah. And who wants to live like that? Right. And I, 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 I look at carpet and a giant rug on a hardwood floor differently. Like carpet is comfy to me. Mm -hmm. A giant rug on a hardwood floor is just not inviting. No. Personally it's, speaking. It's always hard. You think that Frankie is going through his teenager phase? I have a suspicion. Yeah. He's two and a half years old. What, and, and in human, there's 
something called the terrible twos, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's going through his teenager <laughs> phase as a cat and his terrible twos is in human time. Yeah, well, technically, like, if you convert it to human years, he's, like, a teenager. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he's just being an asshole. Yeah. And so, I like, maybe he'll grow out of it. He'll get old and tired, much like you and I currently are, honey. When's he going to grow out of it? In <laughs> a week or nine a years? Year? Oh, jeez. Uh. But uh, he, so I, I've just been like, well, let's feed him or I will feed him in the middle of the night. Because yes, feeding him wet food shuts him up. Yes. For other, at least a half hour. The other night I fed him three times in 90 minutes. Oh my God. Which was a lot. I mean, I got to get up and I got to take off the <laughs> sticky top of these little, what do we get? Sheba. Sheba's mm-hmm. the food and these single serving food, uh, plastic things. And it's a whole deal in the middle of the night. Uh, but he shuts up. <laughs> yeah. You and I are very, we're at odds right now with how to raise our cat son because yeah. I say when he scratches at our carpet yeah, and then you respond by feeding him. Right. What is that teaching him? Yeah. And then you think he's too stupid to learn. I think he doesn't care. Back to the asshole factor. <laughs> you just care that he shuts up. Correct. But one night this week, you fed him like six or seven times. I did. During the night. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I think he should only eat like two little boxes of food per day. Yeah. And that's like three and a half times what he should be eating in a tw- in a 24-hour period. Yeah. But I, you don't care. Because I, I, I don't, don't have a better solution. So I, this is what you're doing. Right. There is no better solution. Uh, it's Project Fatten Up Frankie, comma Shut Up Frankie, is uh, is has been enacted. Um, and then last night, because the, these little pouches, these little things are very small. So last night, I gave him two times two little packs, two at a time. Yeah, and he was cool. <laughs> Like I fed him once and then a couple hours later I gave him another two and I think that's that's the uh that's the best solution. I feel like we have a toddler who's just keeping us up all night and we have to feed him every two hours. Yeah. And he cries. Were Lennox and Luna uh did they have terrible twos? Does this remind you <laughs> of them? Well, when you got newborns, they always have to eat like every few hours during the night. New and then it, it does take them a while to finally sleep through the night and not eat. Yeah. Uh, both my, as far as like behavioral issues, both my kids had terrible threes, mm. not terrible twos. Mm. But I don't know what's going on. This is my first cat I've ever owned. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I just, I just want him to shut up. I want him to stop scratching our carpet. Yeah. And I, I don't want him to keep waking us up during the night. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think feeding him two packs, which is an, a nice helping. It's excessive, uh, I think. It, it is. It is pricey, <laughs> Sheba. And why did you bring that up? Now, Grandma Tian is going to text me. Oh, no, <laughs> we shouldn't have. Uh, but uh, I think feeding him two packs in the middle of the night, and it. It's a deal, but I, I can I can get it done in five minutes. 
I wake up, I unfurl these things, I dump them out, I wash my hands, I head right to right back to bed. Um, so I, I think, well, this this all goes back to you feeding him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anything about- from his wet from his dry kibble. <laughs> This goes back, back, back to me saying, can we please get a cat? Mm. If you want to take it all the way back. Right. I accept responsibility. And now Lennox wants another cat. Yeah. And I said, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, but, well, the, he's gone through phases. Like, he used to vomit yeah. uh, once every few weeks. So he was, like, bulimic. And when uh, we first got him, the first few months we had him, he was up all night long being really loud, yeah. waking us all up. Yeah. And then we had a good year where he ate his dry food during the day, slept or was at least quiet during the night, and everything was peaceful. All was well in the kingdom. Yeah. But now suddenly he's changed. He's rebelling. He's he's he sees us as marks. He sees you specifically as marks <laughs> as an easy target because he used to be up in Luna's loft biting her leg or whatever in the middle of the night, and she would have to give him attention. But now he just okay. And yet, you carpet. are the one who feeds him every 30 minutes during the night. So I, I think want, you are the easy target. I want him to shut the fuck up. Um, but he's he's gone from being bulimic, vomiting, to <laughs> then when we went on vacation for two days, uh, he became anorexic. It's like it's like living with Jeanette McCurdy, am I right, honey? Uh, but the, the super perito... As he sometimes forms into the shape of a burrito on our carpet. I think he got really picky when you started feeding him uh, different stuff than the disgusting dry kibble yeah. that costs fifteen dollars a bag. Okay, <laughs> I admit I never should have given him a little, a little taste, a little treat of my human food. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, but I think, I mean. Th- we we can't weigh him because he would never stay in a scale for more than one second. But I I've I felt his body in the past <laughs> few days, and he's put on a pound or two, which is very significant when you're uh, a cat. Yeah. Um, so I think he's doing okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'll continue feeding him. Okay. In the middle of the night, it's you- <laughs> it sucks, but honey, you wanted a cat. We got a cat. All we can hope is that when Luna moves out in five years, yes. she takes him with her. Yes. And then we'll be free of this bad boy. Four years. <laughs> Luna is 13. She's 13 and a half. So four and a half years. Four and a half. <laughs> She'll be living in an apartment on Jefferson Boulevard. She'll leave Riva. Why would you pronounce a Riva? That sounds Riva. so, that sounds so dumb. It's named after a river. Because Reva on the river. The river is right next door. Is is close yeah. by. So just pronounce a river. Okay. Gosh. Anyways. Well, are we done, honey? Yeah, I have to pee. Okay. Well, uh, we're done. <laughs> and uh, that's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time like comment subscribe follow review and rate or don't and share or don't do whatever hey, you want we have an instagram don't you know oh we do and it's at but i'm still a good person yeah i hate when people oh my advertise their instagram and their social media Ugh. 
Sorry. So I, obnoxious. We're so annoying. I'm so annoying. This is on me. I'm so annoying. You're so annoying. Don't follow. If you're following us now on Instagram, please yeah. unfollow. Yeah. Look away. You know what I hate is when they say, uh, uh, talking about Frankie. Oh, uh, we talked about Frankie eating food in uh, episode 227. <laughs> go listen to it. Go, go listen to the, it's titled Frankie Eats New Food. And it's it's episode two twenty seven. Go go listen to it. It's like, no, why, why don't you just summarize it? No, I don't have uh, thirty five minutes to devote. Or well, most people do have thirty five minutes to devote to a stupid pod. But anyways, uh, like, comment, subscribe, the follow review. Go to my Instagram <laughs> so you can see the picture that we've been talking about for forty five minutes. Don't go to our Instagram. <laughs> How many followers do we have on the But But I'm Still a Good Person? 19. Yeah. And then Daphne Quist followed, and then she unfollowed <laughs> within like... I think so. Two hours. I think so. Did we did we offend her? I she, hope not. Is she trying to cancel us? Come back, girl. Do whatever you want. You're grown up. Make your decisions. Do what's best for your cat. Please be sure to use our promo code for betterhelp.com. We don't have a promo code for betterhelp.com. Goodbye, my podcast friends. I love you. My wife and I love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure, I don't have... This entire episode. This entire episode. (laughs) And sure, I may have mocked a unhoused gentleman wearing... Knock off Uggs. <laughs> I'm not mad at his knockoff Uggs. I want some knockoff Uggs. You do you, boo. But I'm still a good person, and we're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. We hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Oh, bye.